everybody. So thanks for tuning in today to Doc's Sportcast. Um, so this uh, podcast is uh, for Doxon. That's a two-year-old Doxon Aurora who's on the cover art of the podcast. She is a huge sports fan and a big reason for a lot of the content uh, that we produce out there. So uh, we're really excited about today's episode. We'll get into it. This is a very, very controversial um, topic to be talking about today. Um, yeah, I mean, that, there's nothing else we can really say. It's just really controversial. Uh, so many different mixed feelings and emotions uh, with this. But we're going to be talking about college athletes being paid, uh, you know, to play and, and things like that um, by the NCAA. So, you know, the the thing is, uh, Aurora and I feel pretty similar on it. But um, the question is, should they get paid to play? And Let's examine some numbers here, guys. We're just going to jump right into it. You know, it's a big controversy out there. I understand it. Um, but the top programs, okay, so so say the top program in college athletics in 2018, 2019, right? That was Texas, University of Texas. They had over $233 million, all right, that they brought in in, in revenue. University of Kentucky was 15th on the list that year with 150 million dollars of revenue okay and 20th place was arkansas with 137 million dollars right so that seems like a lot of money right this includes ticket revenue licensing and the largest part sponsorships um and a few other categories okay but big numbers for sure but more shocking is that only a handful of schools all right only a handful of schools actually made a profit and that's the thing a lot of people don't understand Football is king of profitable sports, but even then, it's not enough, okay? Non-Power 5 conference schools, SEC, Big 10, ACC, Pac-12, and the Big 12 lost an average, okay? An average of $23 million, okay? That's $23 million. So you're sitting there saying that you want to pay these college athletes because the NCAA is making so much money off of them, but... The average Power 5 conference school, which is the ones that's bringing in the most money, lost an average of $23 million, okay, to run themselves. That It's crazy numbers, and y'all really have to think about this, because a lot of people don't think about that. They just think, oh my god, they're bringing in so much money. Yeah, but it's a non-profit for a reason. The NCAA is non-profit for a reason. That's because the money gets funneled down, and we'll talk about that a little bit more here in a second. But out of schools who did make a profit... Those schools that did make a profit average $8 million in profit, all right, which is a substantial amount of money. You know, Texas is obviously one of those teams, but the average profit was $8 million over other Power 5 schools, okay, list around $16 million on average, all right, lost around $16 million on average, okay, so... The average that actually made a profit averaged $8 million, but the, the other schools lost $16 million on average. That's only Division I schools, okay? Division II schools, they're not making a profit. Division III, they're not making a profit. That doesn't happen. So why did they do it? People are going to say, you know, why, why did they even do it if they're losing money? Because it's what keeps them different than a community college, okay? Think about it, guys. It's the biggest marketing campaign ever. Okay? Essentially, all their expenses should go to marketing expenses for the school because that's what it's all about. Baylor, who just won the NCAA title, they just got a huge amount of media value. 
huge amount of media value out there that they could never afford. Billions of dollars of media content for them going to the, the tournament, uh, the championship game, and winning the championship game. I mean, you cannot ever expect University of Baylor to ever be able to afford that type of marketing. So the school will gladly take a hit knowing this. They know, even if we just make it to the tournament, we're getting so much value in marketing from going to the tournament. We're okay with taking a hit every now and then, every few years, because we know we're going to make it back um, in some way, shape, or form on a marketing concept. Okay, So these schools are willing to take that hit. The expenses really pile up Okay, from guarantees, uh, you know, playing other schools that they pay out to other schools, facilities, scholarships, player travel, meals, coaches' fees, all of those things. It really amounts to a lot of money, guys, that you don't think about, all right? Colleges also cover players medically with insurance. Think about that. These things really add up. If you all are sitting there worried about how high your insurance bills are, think about a school that's got 450 student-athletes that they pay for all their medical insurance, right? That is crazy, okay? It gets super expensive. Some would say, okay, save the money. Build smaller facilities. What are you going to do? You're going to lose recruits when you do that. And now your athletic program is dropping and you're making even less money and you're hurting your a chance to get your marketing value back that much more. They're not going to want to do that. So, okay, fine. Don't do private jets for recruiting. Same exact thing, guys. You're going to lose out on recruits because you got schools that will do that. Okay? So the fact of the matter is that if your school doesn't do these things, the athletics will falter. Okay, these the kids are not gonna want to go to these schools, right? They're just not gonna want to go there, and it really is is gonna be a huge challenge for a school to ever get good recruits and ever be able to compete really well, because someone will always be able to be willing to do it bigger to win, right? So, for the one fact of schools rarely profiting, okay, and not as much as you think when they do, why else? would it not be good to pay the student-athletes? Outside of just the pure standpoint of the numbers don't add up and profitability would be even worse and the NCAA would basically die, okay? Why else? Because if schools start doing this, they can't afford nice fancy locker rooms, brand new stadiums and facilities every year. They lose top talent to other schools because they can't afford to do that. Alright, so now the top talent is only going to the schools that will pay that money. The schools like Texas and things like that who have been banking some money on their end to continue paying for it. They're going to be a top team every single year. They're going to go to national championship every single year if this happens. The skew of good schools will get even worse. Aren't we already tired of seeing the same six to eight schools in the football playoffs every year? And Alabama always in the championship game? Aren't we tired of it at some point? Seriously? Come on, guys. If you want to do this, you're going to set it up to where it's even worse. So much less of a chance for a smaller school to ever have a chance at making a run for something like that. Student athletes travel the country. They get free gear, free food, and a free education. These things may not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but they are. If you choose to have your kid go to college, you need to be sending them there because you value what they're getting there, which is a free education along with all these other things, but 
if you don't value it, which is essentially what I'm hearing from people, oh, you need to pay them, you need to pay my kid, you need to pay my kid, okay? Is there no value to the education they're getting? Why did you want them to go play college athletics anyway? Why did you want them to go? Because you don't value what they're getting from it. So I don't understand that, right? Take an average program like Western Kentucky University, okay, where I spent my four years of college. Yeah, it was somewhere around $75,000, something like that, all together, just for tuition, books, those types of things. Doesn't, doesn't include everything like food, gas for my car, clothes, money for meal plans, all that type of stuff. I never had a dietitian work for me. These kids have dietitians and things that work with them every day. They get all these other luxury amenities that other kids don't get when they're trying to pay for college. Take a football team of 85 players. Based on based on the numbers I gave you of $75,000 all in for four years, okay? Take a football team of 85 players. That's like $1.5 million a year right there. $1.5 million a year, okay? Western Kentucky has around 460 total student athletes. That's $8.5 million, roughly, that they are spending every year, right? That is a huge amount of money, okay? So arenas and facilities have to constantly be updated, and even moderate football stadiums, moderately priced football stadiums, are around $73 million, okay? Not to mention University of Texas, who their facility they just built was $514 million, okay? $514 million. So think about why this conversation got started. People say colleges make so much money off of athletes. Well, not really, guys. They really don't. They're there. The NCAA is there for the purpose of providing a free education to athletes who want to be able to get a free education based on their skills not inside the classroom okay i think that's a very good thing a very great thing that they can do because there's some of these kids will never be able to afford it and now they have the ability to because of their physical ability because of hard work they can do off the um outside of the classroom right that's huge i love that i think it's great that they have this opportunity out there but the challenge is that they don't make all this money. The schools don't make all this money. The NCAA covers scholarships. They cover championships, uh, travel, food, uh, gear for the championships, staffing, branding facilities, all that stuff. They cover it all. Educational programs for athletes and everything. I mean, they, they cover all this stuff for these schools, guys. They are the ones who support the athletics to be able to do what they do. This stuff adds up, and the NCAA doesn't make all of this money, everyone thinks because it gets funneled to the hundreds of schools in the NCAA. The NCAA could pay them and not do scholarships. Sure, they could do that. No harm to the NCAA, but now it will definitely, definitely hurt in the long run. It will hurt small schools because, I mean, think about it. It's just, it's really gonna hurt the smaller schools because now you're gonna pay the kids. Well, in order to balance the money, You've got to balance how much the scholarships and fees and all that stuff cost to go to these schools. So now Ivy League schools are going to be the ones where, you know, you're making the most money because they have the highest tuition. That doesn't make any sense, right? Okay, so so getting back on it here, think about it. The NCAA could pay them and not do scholarships. How do you decide what to pay? Is it based on tuition to balance out the current spend that the NCAA has been having to do? That's the only way to balance it out. 
If you do that, again, Ivy League schools will now get all the talent every year, and they're going to be the top dogs every year in athletics because those kids are going to want to go there to get paid the most. But guess what? A lot of those kids, they're not, they don't make Ivy League schools. So now it's, okay, well, they're going to go out of state. They're going to go away because they're going to get paid the most there because then the tuition makes the most sense. Like, it all doesn't make sense. It's complicated. It doesn't add up. And you guys are sitting there wanting to set up a system where now a kid goes to a D2 school, a D3 school, they're, they're going to get paid so little. And you get a kid that goes to an Ivy League school, he's going to get paid more if that's the setup you do, right? But most whose students, you know, take away, right? How about this? Take away D2 and D3 schools, right? Take it away. Don't, don't worry about them. Just, just focus on D1. Focus on the top talent, right? That's what a lot of people are going to sit there and say. Right? And these are the people that clearly don't value this educational process that the NCAA has set up to provide for kids. So take away D1 and D2 if that's your solution. D2 has 118,000 students every year. D3 has about 188,000 students. So take away those kids' free education. Take away their ability to go to college and make something of themselves with their athletic schools because skills because it's not to the level of D1. Are you going to sit there and do that? Will you go and sit there and tell them that their dream of getting an education is ruined? Have at it. Have at it. If you want to and you're willing to do that, that's fine. You're willing to break some hearts there. But that is awful that that service won't be provided to those kids anymore. If they want to be paid, then someone should ask them. Okay? Ask these college students. Ask these college athletes and say, "Will you? we will pay you. But we're going to take away your fancy locker rooms. We're going to take away the fancy arenas you play in. You're going to play in a high school gym. You're going to not get to stay in hotels. You're going to pay for your own hotels when we travel. You're going to pay for your own meals when we travel. You're going to take care of all your travel stuff yourself and have to deal with that. Oh, plus, you have to be in good standing with the university to play for us. So you have to do all this, become your own booking agent for all this stuff. Oh. And by the way, you got to keep your grades up. And you got to pay for your school with that money we pay you. Would they still play? Would they still want to play college athletics? No, they wouldn't, guys. Think about it. They're not gonna. Because a lot of these kids, you're still going to have kids that do. But the level of play, the top guys, the top 25 guys who go into college basketball every year, the top 25 recruits, they all just want to go for one year and go to the NBA. That's all they want to do. Because that's the system that's been set up, and it's sad. But that's what they're looking to do. That's all they want. So if you're going to sit there and let them have that chance, by all means, keep doing what they're doing right now. But you got kids that those kids will not go to college. They will not play. And now your level of talent is dropping, right? And the level of good players in college athletics across all the sports is dropping. And you're going to have less top talent at less schools. And now it's going to become even more of a struggle for schools to compete and be able to make runs and things like that. That's the excitement of the NCAA. That's how it functions and works the way it does and makes the money it does because you have this chance for these underdogs to do what they do, right? So would they still play? I'm going to tell you no. They might tell you yeah, but they're not going to. They're going to go overseas. They're going to go do something else. They're not going to want to do that because they have to make their grades. 
They have to sit there and pay for their school. They have to pay for all their other stuff because now the school, there's no reason for the school to fund that because they're using their funds to pay the kids. They can't use those funds for their hotels. They can't use those funds for their meals. They can't use the funds that the NCAA gives them to take care of these kids and the programs and build the facilities and locker rooms and all this stuff and have it be really good. They can't pay that anymore because you chose to make these kids get paid. You pushed it on the NCAA to pay these kids and now the universities get less support and the kids don't get a good experience. They don't get taken care of well. They don't get the right medical treatment and now they're in a bad situation and they don't want to be in that situation. So now a lot of them probably won't want to play in college. They'll want to go overseas or do something else until they get drafted. You guys don't understand. You're going to mess up the system. You're going to have the floor fall out from under you. And I really see this happening. So good coaches. You're not going to have a good coach because you can't afford them because you're paying the kids. Fancy locker rooms. Not going to have it. Travel to cool places for games. You're not going to have it. They're not going to get the funding from the NCAA because the NCAA is going to be funding the kids' salaries. Meals. Kids got to pay for it themselves. Free education. That ain't happening. They're paying for it out of their salaries. Then they won't want to go to school and play. Tell me. Tell me I'm wrong, guys. Tell me I'm wrong. Yeah, you're going to have some kids that will. I would have done it. If I could have got a scholarship to play tennis or whatever. Yeah, I totally would have. I would have loved to have done that. But a lot of these kids won't. And it's a shame. Because then the NCAA dies, guys. It will die if you do that. Look back at the numbers. Think about what I said, okay? School like University of Western Kentucky, Western Kentucky University, right? $8.5 million a year just on the scholarship aspect of it, guys. That's not including the meals. That's not including the travel, the gear, the facilities they have to build, the locker room keep up, the cleaning, everything they have to do to keep these facilities maintained, the staff they have, the coaches. $8.5 million without any of that included guys don't understand these schools are not making a huge profit not making a huge profit guys maybe maybe the top six to eight schools maybe they make money maybe they do seriously but you know it might only be five five to ten schools every year maybe making a profit not a good profit but a profit all right some schools yeah like texas yeah they, they brought it in eight million dollars all right that's that's a good amount of money cool but then all these other schools are not making that, guys. There are so many that are losing so much. And it is a nonprofit. There's a reason it's called a nonprofit. So again, go back to the numbers. Think about it. Think about it. The average Power 5 conference school, which is the top of the top, lost an average of $23 million. They lost that much money. Okay? They're not self-sufficient because the system is set up as a nonprofit because it needs to be because the NCAA is not making all this money that you guys think. Yes, they are making money, but that gets funneled to the school to pay for the scholarships, to pay for the meal, the gears, all this stuff, and the schools are still trying to have to raise all their money for the other things. You know, the NCAA is not paying for their meals every day. They're not paying for the sports medicine every day. They're not paying for all the everyday needs while they're there through the regular season. The school is paying for that. And that's why you go out and you get local sponsors. That's why you go out and you have local ticket sales. That's why you go out and you drive local revenue with donors and things like that. That's why you have to do those things. Because it is a non-profit setup because it's supposed to be. Now, if you set it up 
you want to pay these kids, how are you going to do it? The only way that you can balance it to where it's at now and not make the NCAA lose even more money, because yeah, it, yeah, it keeps itself afloat, but it puts all that money back in the schools. So what's going to happen is, if you want to pay the kids, you have to balance it out by paying the same amount that they pay in scholarship tuition money that they divvy out to schools. If you don't want to do that, and you want these kids to make more money on top of the college tuition so that they're actually making profit, if you want to do that, that means more scholarships are going away. That means less kids get a chance. That means less kids get an education. That means the whole system falls apart. And how can you want that? It's already tough enough for these programs, okay? It really is. It is it's already tough enough for them to try and find a way to fund a senior going away party at the end of the year, to, to have a gala at the end of the year where the kids can dress up and have an awards ceremony. It is hard enough for them to do that. Trust me, I know I've been a part of these college athletic programs. It's hard. It really is. I had to go and find sponsors for athletic programs to help them be able to do these things to get adequate computers that the kids can take with them on on away trips so that they can get their homework done in time on the buses and things. I had to go and find sponsors to help pay for new computers and things like that. These college athletic programs don't have that access money just sitting there like you guys think. They don't. It's a lot of money that you got to spend on these things and the programs don't have it. So think about the reason that this is brought up. The whole thing is that everyone thinks the NCAA is making all this money off the students. And guys, they're not. The point of it is that these schools spend millions and millions of dollars every year just on scholarships alone. They spend so much on all this equipment, all these things to get the top recruits and get these kids wanting to come to their program and be on the top and all these things. And yes, it's a lot of money. It's millions of dollars every year. And while some schools like the University of Texas may be making a profit, there's only five to seven schools every year that does make a profit. Outside of that, they're losing money. So when you hear something like the average Power 5 school, the best school conferences, lost an average of $23 million. An average of $23 million. You guys got to start listening to that. You got to understand the numbers. This is not something where all these schools are raking in the money. It's not something where the NCAA is just raking in money. They are sitting there and investing this money back in the schools and providing scholarships, providing academic funds to these kids. And that is why the system works. If you want to change it and pay these kids, I know it's super controversial and I know a lot of you want to see these kids get paid, but if you do it, the system will break and there will not be an NCAA anymore. There will not be the chance for these kids to work on these physical abilities to get a free education that they deserve by putting in their hard work. That option will not be there anymore. And so you take away the exact same that you're, you're sitting there saying and that you love, which is college athletics. You say you love it, you want it to be better, you want it to be great, you want to make sure these kids get taken care of the right way. They're doing it. They're doing it right now. Don't sit and ruin the system and break it. That's all I'm saying. You know, again, go back to the, go back, listen to this, listen to the numbers, listen to the facts, listen to the statistics, because these schools are not making money. They are losing so much money every year. And they're okay with doing that because it can be a big marketing opportunity when they go to the NCAA tournament, things like that. But they're not raking in all this money off of what you think is your kids or someone else's kids. They're not doing that. They're providing a free education to them, which is worth a lot of money. I paid 
to go to Western Kentucky University for four years. That's a lot of money, and I'm grateful for that. And I'm making a career out of what I got there. These kids have the ability to get that for free, come out debt-free from college, and be able to play a great game and get all this gear, great facilities, great locker room, travel, do all these things that so many kids don't get to in college. Embrace the things they get right now. Embrace what they get. Don't take away the things and look at all the things that they don't get compared to professional athletes because they're not professional. They're amateur. That's the point. And when they get to be professional, then it's a different world. It's a different discussion. But this is the way it's set up. Don't break the system. That's all I'm asking. All right. Well, thank you guys. Aurora is getting a little tired of the podcast. Um, We will hop off. But, yeah, what would you guys think? Let us know your thoughts. Let us know something that popped out to you, something you didn't know about all these numbers because everybody thinks there's so much money they're making out there. Let us know something that stuck out to you um, about this podcast and let us know if we maybe changed your mind a little bit because ultimately we really just don't think it's good to pay the players. We think that they have a great system set up the way it is and they're being paid with a great educational opportunity. So thank you guys. We appreciate it. Like, share, subscribe, and have a great